Welcome everybody to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. And I'm excited and fired up for my guest today, Chase Thornock. Chase, welcome to the call. Thanks Show. so much. It's a call to you, man. I know. It's a, it's a little bit of both. Tell me about your company, your company name and what you do. And Sure. So uh, my company is called What Magnificence. And we are focused on helping executives, entrepreneurs who have been dealing with some health problems, maybe from the stress of starting or running a big business. And we help them to regain their health. I love that. We just were talking earlier, people out in the audience, if you have a business or work for somebody, your health is the most important thing. Once you lose that, you can't make money, you can't help your family, you can't help yourself. That's why I'm excited to have Chase on. Let's get to it. Let's talk about your story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, before we get there, I do want to mention, it's kind of interesting. I feel like it's a little bit of an American trait, but we seem to get things all reversed, right? Like, I love how you say our health is the most important thing, but oftentimes we think, well, I have to make the money first, right? And, and it's set up that way. You got to get the job to get the insurance to take care of your health, right? And I, I love how you said it. Health is number one, you know? And I think that's, that launches into my story. I was of the same thought, pattern, right? I'm going to I'm going to do all these things and check all the boxes and then my health, right? It, it, it honestly it just becomes something that's inconvenient when you don't do well. But I was uh I was a young college student coming out, was working in venture capital, you know, think shark tank kind of idea. And um, it was the dream. And I, I, I went and worked for one of their portfolio companies and pretty quickly became the CEO of that company. So here I was in my 20s. I was the CEO of a, of a technology company that was venture backed, doing really well. And from the outside, it looked like I had it all. You know what I mean? Um, but I was really, really sick. Really, really sick. And for quite a while, I was honestly just trying to hide it as best as I could, right? I was taking medications that, that we thought we hoped would help um, and at the time it was it was not convenient <laughs> that the, but the medication didn't work um, but since that time that's turned out to be a huge opportunity for me um, I, I was hospitalized there was a period of time where I couldn't eat for about four months I was being fed by a line to my heart um, and my life was kind of collapsing down around me pretty soon you can't keep the facade anymore you know and it was impacting my family obviously and and everything that I did and then it started to affect my work and eventually I had to stop I had to I had to be done because I I got to the point where I was bedridden and the uh the doctors came up to me and said we've got nothing left they had they had opioids they had steroids um and neither of those are really great options, you know, um, and I was preparing to die, frankly. Um, I was writing my will. I had three little boys, um, one that was just three months old at the time, and uh, I was doing my best to try to provide for my family after I was gone, and there was this spark of clarity um, that I recognize now is from God, and he told me, he said, the doctors aren't going to fix you. You are the only one who's going to fix you. And at first I felt crushed. I, I, yeah, I thought it, it felt like it was just confirmation of my death sentence. Where I was already headed was going to be the end, you know. And um, the truth was is that he didn't tell me anything that wasn't true already. The doctors were never going to heal me. And as a matter of fact, they couldn't. And I'm not just me, but anybody, right? The only thing that heals you is yourself. And that little spark 
was what started my journey to find how to heal my body. And I was able to. I take no drugs. I have no sign of my disease. I was able to heal my mind and my body. And now I teach people around the world my techniques in order to do that. And it's inspiring to see them take hold of their health and change their lives and um, and then be able to do the good that they were meant to do. How long ago was this? So I was sick for a period of about eight years. Um, and... I regained my health pretty rapidly once I discovered these things, and that was two years ago. Wow. Yeah. And how are you doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. I always, I always show, if you want to go to my website, whatmagnificence.com, you can see pictures of me. And, you know, I was lucky if I was in a wheelchair. You can see the swelling up that I had from all the steroids. Um, because when you see me now, I just look healthy. And I've also been on the other side of it, too, where you're like, Man, you're in you're in the pits, and you hear that somebody heals themselves, right? And you're like, man, that never, you know. Sure, they were never sick, you know. Um, but yeah, it almost got me. I went septic from the pick lines, um, and it was minutes, if not hours, from death, you know, uh, a few times. So. And your health today? Yeah, it's it's wonderful. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent clean. No drugs. Please say amen and prayer, because you can see why I wanted you on the, on the show, because it's a servant's heart. Sometimes, maybe a lot of the time, your struggle leads you to serve more. And of course, you're blessed, and you're here, and you're sitting with me, and I thank God that you are, because I've met your beautiful wife, and Carly's wonderful, and I know she's extremely happy. But now, how does that work with business? Let's get into that. That's yeah. Well, I think it, speaking of serving from a servant's heart, I remember counseling with, with a good mentor of mine. And he went down a path I thought I wanted, right? He, had, he was managing billions of dollars, right? Supposedly really successful. And he sat down with me and he said, what are you doing? Like, you, you have healed your mind. You've healed your body. It's time to share it, right? And interestingly enough, and I think this actually happens for a lot of people, when we find what we want to do or what we're supposed to do, a lot of times we think it's going to be so inspiring and that it's just going to light us up. And inevitably it does, but at first it feels like garbage. It's so vulnerable. And that was my, that was my feeling, right? I had to admit that I was really, really sick, that I wasn't that perfect picture, you know, that I had dreamt up in my mind. And so that was the first thought, right? And then it was all about, at that point, once that clicked, it was about serving, right? It was about helping other people. And it was a totally different experience than business in the past because now it was fully integrated with who I was and who I was meant to be. And I love that because a startup is a perfect example. Nothing like what you've been through. But a startup, you're going to go nervous. Yeah, and vulnerable. Very. Right? And, and full of failure and full of, right? So, so you say, you know, nothing like I went through, but it's really, you know, it's really kind of similar. Yeah. The, the, the discomfort, the pain, the vulnerability, they're all, they're all parallel. So, in a sense, a potential death of a business. Yeah. Or, be very honest, you almost died. Yeah. Now we're just talking about a business. And, and entrepreneurs experience that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. especially serial entrepreneurs. There's some stat that they go bankrupt two or three times in their life, right, before they find that success. And if you're not willing to go through that, it's pro you're probably not cut out for it. You know what I mean? And it's going to hurt. It's going to be difficult. 
but it's worth it. Your, your timing's good too. I call it Mr. COVID because COVID was a Mr. Yeah. He was a tough son of a guy. Yeah. This can't be any better timing for what you're doing because we go through COVID. Yeah. That was a struggle. I mean, how many businesses closed? Yeah. Died. Yeah. Let's use that phrase because mm-hmm. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and COVID's still bothering you, I, I want you to reach out to Chase. His information will be in the show notes. It's my. I'm fired up to have him on the show, and you can see it's not about money, it's not about fame, it's not about anything but serving people. I know people have had struggle and they've made money off their struggle, and it's unfortunate, but your story needs to get out, and that's why I want him on my show, and I'm going to have him back. Let's, answer, let's talk about, with your business and your family and what you've been through, the struggle... What do you see your future? I mean, you've been through a lot these last eight years. Yeah. What's your future look like? It's it's fascinating because one of the major mind shift changes that I had during this time of healing my mind and my body was that the future became less critical. And same with the past, right? Those are both things that I have no immediate control over, right? And we like to think, oh, we've got control over our future. But you do, but the interaction you have with your future is in your present moments, right? And it's that, it's that act of being able to be present mm-hmm. with yourself, even when there's difficult things going on, that, that allows you to there. So, so to, to answer your question, where do I see myself in the future? I see myself in the future as present as I see myself today. If I'm able to achieve that, I'm going to end up where I need to be. And I'm going to put this out there in the airwaves. I want him to help a million people in the next five years. That's my mission. Oh, that would be tremendous. Wouldn't that be fantastic? And I'm not, you're helping yourself, right? I mean, Thank that's, you. <laughs> it's, I, I, your body is the only thing that can heal itself, right? I can help to show you the way and the process by which to do it. But man, it's your body. And the empowering thing is, is once you know that, nobody can ever take it from you. You have the tools inside of you to achieve anything that you want to. Control is part of that too. Yeah, but control, the idea of control is not what we think. A lot of times we've been taught that control is coercion. I just force something to happen. But control without connection is coercion. When you add the connective piece, and we're talking about inside of yourself, and you can start to listen to that gut instinct, listen to your body, your control becomes much more defined because now it's with connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. before we talked before this show, and you nailed my, my stress, my situation to a T. Does that come from the experience and one working with other people, but your experience as well, where you can pick this stuff up pretty quickly? Yeah, the really neat thing is that our bodies communicate on a level that we don't understand fully scientifically, right? We know that something called the vagal nerve in your body has a role, but just sitting here together, you and I, our heart rate starts to synchronize. Our breathing starts to synchronize. So we as human beings are intimately connected to one another, right? And when we learn to connect to ourselves, then we can learn to connect to other people. And this is, this is what entrepreneurship is. This is what serving with, you know, is all about, is connecting to other people and serving them how they need to be served. And so honestly, through that experience, it's given me insight to people, insight to their face, insight to the way that they respond that helps me know their story a little bit ahead of when they tell me. And that's powerful. That that's a true mentor word, whatever you want to use. That's somebody again. I want you to work with. Decide, you know, make that discovery call. Go on the show notes. Reach out to them. 
one thing you told me before the show was, you know, you've got a program and you'll share that with the discovery call, but you also on your website can give people tools, I'm going to say for free. Absolutely. Let's talk about that because I'm excited for you to share that. Yeah, absolutely. So I obviously have other programs that if you need the accountability, you need the push and you need to invest in yourself so you're willing to go through this process, I've got those. But I also have, you can just go to my website, whatmagnificence.com. And on the first page there, put in your email address and you'll get a free mini course, right? That will send you videos every day for three days and it will teach you the basics of learning how to connect to your body again, learning how to feel again, learning these steps because as simple as it sounds, it's equally difficult, right? But it's also free. If your body is the only thing that can heal itself, then it's yours, right? Like you can achieve this, you can own this. And I, I, my, my hope and, and prayer for everybody is that we can just connect this, right? Get more people healthy. Yeah. Yeah, and health is the word. And, you know, I have a background only in health clubs. So I think that's why yeah. I say health all the time. And you do much more than we did. But, that, that, you know, they're, they're similar. But let's talk about that. You know, we're not going to talk about the offer, probably. But who would fit into that offer for you to give them accountability? Who would that be in the audience that you want to reach out to? Because you had a great conversation with me about that, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I think when I speak with people around the world, you know, I I focus on executives, entrepreneurs, people who have done really hard things in their life, right? But don't really know exactly how to gain control over their health. Um, And there are people who who are a little bit with their backs against the wall, right? Like it's been been hard. They've run out of answers because I've been there. I know exactly what that's like. Um, but also someone who recognizes the power inside of themselves, right? That they are not a victim, that they have control, right? They just need to learn the parameters required to achieve that control. So if you're in that position, reach out to me, right? At the very least, you can send me an email at chase at whatmagnificence.com. I want to hear from you. I want to help in any way that we can. And then have the courage to invest in yourself, Have the courage to recognize that in order for you to run your business, in order for you to be a successful, whatever you want to be, husband, father, mother, entrepreneur, executive, your health comes first. I could not play with my children when I was bedridden, right? And some of you, my heart goes out to you because you're in that situation. But take the courage. If your body tells you, and your body can, if your body tells you this is something you need to do, run. Run to it, okay? Whatever your body tells you you need, it is most, it is the best, it is the best defined at being able to do that because it can only heal itself. Uh, I, can't, I can't say it any better. Can't be easier. Um, the value of yourself, investing in yourself. This is to me the most, there's great coaches out there, there's great salespeople. That's all important. But what you just said when it comes to health, all that goes away if your health is, if you're bedridden. Let's use your It doesn't example. matter, yeah. I mean, you can't work with a coach, you can't work with a marketing company. And if you have employees, let's talk about that. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You're not serving them either, right? Right. <laughs> you, you're, Just thought about you're done. that. Well, and, and I think it's a lonely place for entrepreneurs and executives. I talk from not only that point of view where you're not going to tell your employees you're near death until you're really near death because what does that do to your business? But also if you have investors or you have a board, you don't want to tell them you're sick, right? Because they may make decisions to replace you, right? Or, or change the way that your company is operating. So if that's happening to you and you're feeling stuck in that place, there's help for you. That's, I, you've got a lot of tips from Chase. 
a lot of information, but let's talk about let's talk about a book. I mean, I don't know if you read a lot when you were sick, but yeah. is there any books you can share with the audience that you loved? You know, the most influential people in my life have been people who have found a way to discover what they don't know they don't know. Right. And books are one of the most tremendous ways that we can do that. And and I think one of the best business books that I've read recently is some something called Give and Take by Adam Grant. And the premise is, is that there are different reciprocation styles, right? Some people are givers, some people are takers, and some people are matchers. And he looks at it from a scientific perspective of who does best in business. And I'll, I'll let you read the book and figure out who that is. But the premise of it is that, that you and what you do, right? The premise of this show is to be a giver, to be a servant, right? And it, you only can achieve that state when you're healthy, Right? When you're able first to take care of yourself, then you can take care of other people. And it's in the act of taking care of other people that we find ourselves, that we're released from all these burdens that we carry every day. And give and take, although it's, it's a much more uh, business-oriented approach, it's phenomenal for helping to understand how we as humans can interact with each other better. And it's great because you know, the title is Doing Business with Servant's Heart. Yeah. But I could also put Doing Personally doing a family, mm-hmm. doing whatever with a business with a servant's heart, it, it goes across the board. Of course, it's business that's, that's been the yeah. focus of the call. And I appreciate you saying that because you told me you can even help babies. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they help themselves. There Their bodies go. want to heal too, right? Like a body, that is what it does. And it's a beautiful, this is, that's what it does through our entire life is regeneration yep. and health and renewal and rebirth if we can allow it. What I love about you, I've heard, I'm 61 years old, been in business 30, 40 years, and I've always held your health should be first, your health should be first. You lived it, and you're thriving, mm-hmm. and you're serving. What makes you the happiest right now? My family. Amen. Yeah, bar not my family. Amen. That, that's... Yeah. Yeah, and again, like I said, when, when I was really sick and it felt like everything was crumbling and that I was abandoned, those moments became my beacons because now that's the perspective that I have. And that becomes the challenge and the opportunity for everyone out there that's suffering. As hard as this is, and I know I've been there, like it is unbelievably difficult. As hard as that is, it can be equally as lightning to their life, as, as empowering to their life as it was dark, right? Entirely possible. We're getting to the end. I could talk to you all day. I love this guy. I got a bromance and my family and friends <laughs> out there going to laugh when I say that because this is what I love. I can go through a struggle, but I love hearing what you're saying because we need to be reminded. Um, in regards to what you went through and the people you talked to that have gone through it, and maybe not to your level, is it 100% of those people are better people after they've gone through that struggle? gone through that health change where they've healed oh absolutely 100% but the cool thing is that it's a choice yes right like it's not in that space it feels so much like you have no choices right but it it, you, you begin to learn through this process that it's not so much about what's happening outside of you it's what's happening inside of you right but once you're able to see that then you're actually able to influence what you can control you don't control any of this you control this and this 
And when you're able to connect with that, there's, there's really no other option other than to be a better person, right? I always tell people through this whole journey, I just wanted to be delivered from my illness. I just wanted it to go away so that I could help other people, right? And at the end of this thousand mile journey, I end up down this hallway, proverbially staring at a mirror, right? Like these answers are inside of you. And sometimes it takes a tremendous amount of courage. Well, not sometimes, every time. Whether it's starting a business or healing your health or your mind, it takes a large, a huge amount of courage to be able to sit there and stare at that mirror that represents everything that you love and that you hate, right? And to be able to piece that and connect with it in a way that allows you then to connect with those around you. By definition, you are a better person because you're more complete. People are good. Well, you're grounded, and I love that, but I'm going to put a big word out there. You deliver hope. Am I correct? Yeah. That's what I I'm think so. Right I do. I, don't, I can't heal you, no. right? But I can help you have hope because you can heal. You can heal. And that's got to be one of the components of when you're going through this, when you went through that, that there's hope, especially once you realize that you can do it. Isn't hope the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel? I know people like to use that. Sometimes they don't, but that's what I'm feeling. Well, that's the scariest part of that mirror is that you recognize that the hope comes from you. It yes. comes from inside of you, right? We always look external, external. Something else, someone else is going to fix me. The hope is in you. And when you're able to see that and allow it to blossom, then your body does what it naturally was intended to do. Yep. And it heals. I want to thank Chase. Chase Thornock. I'm going to say his name again. Because you need to reach out to him. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks. I had to touch. I, I just, I'm feeling this energy. I get goosebumps because we're going to work together to help people. Um, please reach out to him. Go to the show notes. Reach out to me if you have to. I will connect you. I am serious. I've done a lot of these shows. But this is a man. We can do some great things to help you, as you've always been saying, to help yourself. Yeah. To be better. Absolutely. Let's leave the audience with a great business tip or personal tip that you that's helped you through this incredible journey. Yeah, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but come up with a process for discovering what you don't know you don't know. And especially in this discussion, what you don't know you don't know about yourself. 95% of this work is awareness, is being able to see in areas where you've been asleep. And if you're able to do that and able to come up with a process, then you will A, feel uncomfortable, right? Because you're starting to expand your horizons. But then B, you're going to be able to open up your opportunity to choose different things instead of the maladaptive things that have established over time, the fear, the, the, the grief. You're able to install hope. You're able to install faith and vision for yourself and for your life. And your body gets that message. It gets that message and has hope that it can heal. And it does. Carter, I can't see him. Chase. Thank you. You're great at this. Oh, I, I don't have to be great. I, I seriously, I, 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 it took all my energy when you said family yeah. for me not to lose it. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to see it, which I'm, I'm, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't. It's, it's what this is about. But um, I, mean, I thought I knew you, but this is really open. And I love that you kept going back because nobody talks about that. It's you. It's you. It's not Chase, not Steve, not Josh, not your pastor, not your church. That's all your environment, which needs to be positive. But it's in you can do it, and it's got to be you. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody else. It's only you. I've talked to many people in my life, maybe less than 1% has talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to sell. You know, yeah, it's hard to sell and it's hard to make money on, you know, but that's not my goal. It's not. <laughs> it's just not. No. You know, to be able to see people who are like me, who haven't, I, I'm working with a woman right now who hasn't been able to walk since she was 10. And she's, How old is she now? She's 54. Um, and she is, she's just starting to walk, right? Amen. With the work that she is doing. I'm working with a, uh, a nurse anesthetist in Texas who was on Humira. He had rheumatoid arthritis. He had prostate problems, all these age-related things. He called me for, before Christmas. He said, you changed my life. I'm off all my drugs and all my blood work came back normal. And my response to him was, you changed your life. I didn't. I couldn't. Just the guiding light, that's all. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it if I wanted yeah. to. And in some ways, that's frustrating and incredibly liberating. And right? it's so... We're done. Okay. Just, no, 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 that's okay.